And I used to really feel like a failure. Like I didn't understand what my place was in life. I didn't understand my direction. I had so many different passions and I just, I, I really felt like, you know, in my twenties, I, I, I didn't have this clear vision of like who I was going to be when I quote unquote grew up. I had no clear vision of like what my career path was going to be. It wasn't until after I hit 30, right? When I was kind of half allowed to like hang out on the roof because that third line is always going to pull you on and off the roof. And so it really wasn't until I hit 30 that Things really just kind of started changing and falling in place for me. And hey, everyone, I'm Rochelle, your host for this podcast. I am a health coach, photographer, highly sensitive, and it took me almost 33 years to find my purpose and passionate life. I've had some ups and downs for sure. And the biggest lesson I've gotten is just to trust yourself, to slow down and really listen and trust your body, yourself. And so in this podcast, I'll talk about all of my experiences, my journey, all things health and spirituality, and really just share all of that with you, what's worked, what hasn't, but always remember through it, just take what works and leave what doesn't. We are all unique individuals and not everything is going to work for everybody. Honor and trust yourself. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, sending you like. So welcome to 2021, guys. Um, I told you back in November, I was going to take the month of December off to just really restructure, reorganize, process this past year, figure out my direction, where I want this to go, where I want my business to go, where I want my life to go in general. And so I really took December was as usual, I'm emotionally defined. So it's always going to be up and down emotionally. It's always going to be chaotic. I'm a six, three. Um, but I really took the month of December to kind of just, um, kind of just look at myself, right. And just kind of really face the things that I haven't really been facing or just giving myself time to not be so busy, even though I, I was busy, but at least, you know, taking kind of the podcast, the blog, a few things off my plate that really gave me some extra time to really just reflect. And so if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know what my new direction is. If you don't follow me on Instagram, well, I will let you know here because the podcast is going to follow that new direction as well. But I, you know, in human design and everything that I learn at holistic health. Um, you know, I have my certification as a holistic health practitioner. I'm also certified as a gut health practitioner, but the one thing that all, I always come back to and I'll dive into my astrology and human design chart as well. But the one thing like I always come back to is relationships, sexuality, love. It's just kind of like my, there's like a fascination with it, I guess. And I always go back to, to, you know, even when it comes to gut health, you know, I tie it into, is our gut healthy? If our gut isn't healthy, it affects our mood, right? Which our mood affects our emotions. It affects our mental health. It affects our relationship. It affects our ability to love ourselves. It affects our ability. So it's just always, always comes back to relationship, sex, and love. And in my life as a six, three, in human design, it's just six threes are very chaotic and raw talks about six threes. And he actually says, it's very rare to meet a six, three that makes it past 30. Um, and it's not, you know, not because like we're killing ourselves or whatever. We're, it's very, the third line is very trial and error. It's very much about failures. It's very much about it's chaos. And so when we're in our twenties and we're figuring ourselves out and our life is just full, especially as a six, three or a three, six, because for the first 30 years, you're a three, three, we tend to, what's the word I'm looking for? We tend to numb ourselves out, I guess, 
especially being emotionally defined because emotionally defined in my opinion, because I am emotional six, three makes it that much more intense, right? Because we're constantly riding this wave, depending on what, what channel you have. But Ross says, you know, with drugs, alcohol, reckless behavior, risk-taking stuff like that, that can kind of like numb us out and distract us anyway. But he said, it's, if you meet a six, three past 30, he said, it's a, it's, it's a rare thing, I guess. Anyway, six threes are on the more rare side anyway, but of the rare uh, profile types, six threes are probably the most rare because of that factor. But it really, um, so that's where my direction is going to go. It's going to go more with connection charts, but it's always this, the idea, the whole, it just kind of clicked together, right? I've been working since COVID. I've been working for the last, gosh, what, 10, 10 months or so refining my niche, my area of expertise, exactly where I want to go with it. And I always come back to connection charts, but it is so much about loving yourself too, because if you can't truly love and see and accept and embrace yourself, you can't truly love, see, accept, and embrace somebody else for who they are. Because a lot of times, and I know I'm guilty of it too, relationships have been the lesson of my life. It's, you know, I am an Aries, North Node, Libra, South Node, which means in my past lives or in the past, um, I have very much been codependent. So Aries is pulling through codependence. Aries is becoming a leader. Aries is stepping into your space, into your light and and not playing small anymore. And I've really struggled with that. I have gate 29. Gate 29 is the gate of commitment. It's the yes gate. It's, you know, we say yes to everything and then we half-heartedly do it or we quit, especially as a manifesting generator. And so, yeah, it's really just, it's really been the lesson of my life. And I always just keep coming back to it. But again, it it really comes down to self-love. And that's been a big lesson too, is once I truly could love myself, then I could, then once you have that piece, then you can really look into everything else and accept everything else. So human design really is, is changed my life. It really helped me see who I truly was, really helped me accept myself. When I saw all these qualities about myself, I was just like, oh my gosh, there was finally words to it. There was finally language to it. There was finally label, you know, to what, I felt to who I was and it made so much sense. I also have individual circuitry, which individual circuitry, it's, it, it can appear very selfish because we are here in this life to figure ourselves out, to pave the path for others. And that's completely what a six, three is about, right? You have the role model martyr, uh, the influencer, the scientist we have, you know, observing, figuring things out, testing things out so that we can tell someone, Hey, you shouldn't do this because I've done it. And it doesn't work. Unfortunately, growing up, whenever my mom would say, Hey, you shouldn't do something. I would be like, well, I'm going to figure out why you're telling me I shouldn't do it. I, you can't tell me not to do something, you know, unless it's like jumping from a plane because I'm <laughs> afraid of heights. But other than that, um, I probably will try it and figure it out. And I used to really feel like a failure. Like I didn't understand what my place was in life. I didn't understand my direction. I had so many different passions and I just, I I really felt like, you know, in my twenties, I I didn't have this clear vision of like who I was going to be when I quote unquote grew up. I had no clear vision of like what my career path was going to be. It wasn't until after I hit 30, right. When I was kind of half allowed to like hang out on the roof because that third line is always going to pull you on and off the roof. And so it really wasn't until I hit 30 that things really just kind of started changing and falling in place for me. And, you know, for a long, long time, I always questioned how could I trust myself? How could I, especially when it comes to relationships, 
and having a passive codependence. Like how can I break away from that? How can I trust my body? But it's really, it's really as simple as I having a good or a bad feeling, right? Like riding your wave and going through that process multiple times, like feeling those gut things, feeling those red flags, I'm feeling cognition too. And so I always, always thought when I found out human design, I found out I was emotionally defined. I was really confused because I really felt like an empath. Like I really absorbed others' emotions. And once I realized I was feeling cognition, because my birth time was about an hour off and I found that out like two months ago. And like the only thing that changed was my cognition. It changed it to feeling cognition, which made so much sense because feeling cognition is all about feeling the energy. It's absorbing that energy. As far as eating, we, you know, if you talk about emotional eaters, right? If we feel like we should be eating something or we feel like we should be doing something, then it's right for us. It's kind of, if you are, if you, if you have your authority and you don't know, you're not quite clear on the, uh, on what that authority is or, or what decision you should be making or like, cause I'm emotional authority. So I'm like up and down in my wave, but if I'm still like unsure or unclear or like having doubts is tapping into that cognition, tapping into that feeling cognition, which is for me, give me a little bit more clarity on the direction that I should be taking on, on the decision I should be making. So if I have like a couple options, I can feel into which one is right. And so talk about chaos, right? Like not only my six, three and a manifesting generator that's in and out of things, multitasking, fast paced, all this kind of stuff. I'm emotionally defined. I'm constantly riding this wave and I have feeling cognition. So I'm just like this intense person. And I always felt like I couldn't really show up as myself. I couldn't really be myself because I was so intense. And I even went through a period where I was wondering if I was the narcissist, if I was the one that had the problem, right? And then I told myself, if I'm questioning that, if I'm sitting here wondering if it's me or like what I can do or like trying to do all this work to really bring me to like a better and a safer, because I am aware I have been in very toxic relationships. And so I do have toxic thought patterns. I do have toxic mental mental cycles, right? Especially being emotionally defined where it's like, if I don't feel that intensity of my wave, if I don't feel that intense high or that intense low, then it can't be love, right? Then somebody can't be showing me, you know, I can't feel it from someone else. And I, then I can kind of create that high and that low to get a reaction from someone if I'm not getting it. So I'm aware of my patterns, but, but being aware in general and and even questioning that told me that I'm not, I'm just a deeply emotional, deeply feeling person. And it makes it really difficult sometimes. And this is where human design is such a beautiful thing because human design really allows us to see the other and to see the person that, hey, they are not emotional like that, especially when you look at the sexual circuitry, right? You have emotionally active people and you have like more nurturing people. And so some people don't show their caring, their love, their passions in a a super intense and passionate emotional way. They show it more in the nurturing, caring way. So that's where human design is really helpful, but you have to be aware of your design, have to understand your design. And it took me so, so, so long, it feels like, to like get to this space. And I put a post on Instagram before New Year's, and it was just talking about my intentions for the new year, the intentions that I'm setting. And it's really just trusting myself, honoring myself, believing in myself. And just, if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. If it feels right, do it. Experiment, play, figure out that, you know, like don't do something I don't want to do. Cause it's just, I would rather have done things than be regretting things that I didn't do. So that's kind of like my motto for this next year, feel the fear and face it anyway. If it's something that lights me up, uh, just do it. And so 
taking on this relationship in human design, health coaching relationship, because there's always going to be an element of health, always going to be fitness, always going to be nutrition, always going to be journaling, but like all of those things that I, as a holistic health coach wanted to bring to my clients is still going to, there's still going to be an element of that within the program that I'm going to be doing in the relationship because we're first, we're going to deal with you, right? We're going to look at your chart. We're going to help you understand yourself, give you tools to get to where you need to be, get, get, give you the awareness and, and acceptance of yourself. And then we can look at the other and we can bring in the partner and we can look at those connections. But when I first realized that this was going to be the path that I was going to take, I was talking to a good friend. And I, like I said, I always go back to relationships. I always go back to that connection in human design. It always brings me back to that. And that's what, and I, I think because of my experiences, because of my trauma, because of the things I had been through, I always felt this really deep desire to like help people who had been through something similar. You know, I I know what it feels like to have no sense of self-worth, to not trust in yourself, to not believe in yourself, to not think that you are worthy of anything, to not know where you're going. And I also know that fear of breaking through that because it's scary as hell to worry about what you're going to lose, who you're going to lose. If you, if you stand up for yourself or if you believe in yourself, it's a scary thing to go from point A to point B, but it's so worth it. But this is where my focus is going to go this year. This is where I'm going to put all of my energy just to helping people love themselves, helping people see their relationships for what they are, see those connections, see the, see the other person. Because like I started to say before, we so often see the potential of someone who someone is, right? It's, it's, it's like who we want them to be, who we want for ourselves, right? Who, who, who we need to meet our needs. And that's great, except that's not reality. And I think that's why a lot of people have get let down they have expectations that don't get met. And it's really important to just to see the other person as they are. And that's where this whole journey is just incredibly helpful and Really, I think one of the biggest lessons for me this past year has been through meditation and through just taking myself outside of myself, right? Being able to see things objectively, being able to see my decisions, my pain, my joy, my thoughts, my feelings, all that stuff objectively and know that I am having this experience, but it doesn't have to define me. I can watch it and I can understand, but I don't have to react in any sort of way to that, right? Feel it, understand why I'm feeling it, and then ride the wave and then make decisions and act accordingly. I don't have to absorb it and allow it or allow myself do, to become it. And so that's one of the really big lessons that I've gotten over the past year. So in this new format, there's going to be two episodes a month for the time being. Um, this month is going to be just this short intro that I'm doing short could be 30 minutes. I'm not sure. I never, sometimes when I start talking, I never know how long to go for, but so this is going to be the short, uh, or the quick, the intro to, uh, the 2021 podcast. My, my name has changed on social media, my website, all that stuff has changed, but I'm going to keep this at soul healing. My actual name on here might change, but that's about it because it still is about soul healing, right? Once you can heal your soul, um, then you can see the soul of another, right? Like once, like my soul sees your soul in that. So soul healing is still going to stay the same name. The next um, episode is going to be 
kind of a, I think maybe like a deep dive into my chart and my kids' charts, just to give you a taste of what this connection charts can look like. And then I do want to have guests on here and that we can look at connections or how their relationships kind of allow them to talk and talk about. And I, and I'm thinking if anybody is interested in coming on um, Instagram, I might do once once every couple months have a guest on here, you know, a listener, a follower on Instagram. And if they're, and we can just kind of dive into if there's a specific relationship they want help with and just, you know, within the span of the podcast in 30 minutes. But that's where I'm seeing this going for this year. Of course, I'm a 6'3", I'm a manifesting generator, so that can always change. But relationships are where I'm putting my focus to this year. So that is my shift. That is my change. It feels aligned. It feels scary in a good way. And that is going to be 2021. So I can't wait to be on this journey with you guys. As always, if you have any questions, you can email me. My email has changed. Rochelle at rochellechristian.com, but it's going to be in the show notes. You can always get me on Instagram, which has changed Rochelle at rochelle.christian and email, website, everything. Everything's in the show notes. So if you want to reach out, if you want to connect with me, if you want a chart reading, if you want to do um, a relationship, a connection chart reading, reach out to me. I'm so happy, more than happy to do that. And all the information is going to be in the show notes. So thank you. Um, I hope you have a wonderful 2021. I hope you continue to grow and learn and face the hard things, do the hard things in order to just continue your growth journey. So thank you so much for listening. And until next time. 